Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. What's your team? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, y'all have uh, celebrated birthdays. Y'all were looking so adorable. Y'all were Thank looking you. so in love and cute. How did you enjoy your birthday, Z? It was cool. Um, I mainly plan on celebrating it uh, in a couple weeks for my vacation. So I kind of plan to go to Denver and stuff and just hang out just smoke and have fun and shit and eat edibles. Yeah, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my dad had got me a birthday gift and it was cologne. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Oh, that's, that's a baby steps. We're going to accept baby steps. <laughs> we we go, and, then he, and then he said he looked good. Yeah. Baby steps. He, he, he still called the him or her and and, and called her him, him the wrong the wrong name and stuff, but you know, baby steps. Baby, baby steps. steps. We 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 go we go just to, we go keep praying about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, I love it. I love it. Love it. I love seeing y'all um on y'all videos. Y'all look so cute. Thank you. Like being, are you? You're over twenty five now, right? I'm officially twenty five. Okay, officially twenty five. Work. Yeah. A quarter of the way, baby. (laughs) Better get it started. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is when you need to start lubricating your your joints, like the Tin Man, baby. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, ooh, baby, lubricate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they mean once you, once you, once you go past 27, bitch, they get to popping and locking, baby. Listen. That's not my ministry. Mine didn't start, <laughs> mine didn't start to like 35. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, 
it, it's I think it's actually in my jeans. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> or you just gotta move around more shit. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> well, I had an amazing um weekend. Yes, how was your day? It was relaxing. It was it was quite relaxing. I did a interview um, for the show for Pride um, with a trans guy, and it was an amazing conversation. And I can't wait till y'all hear that conversation. Um, and I did an interview for somebody. Somebody. It was about um, transgender deaths. They just wanted somebody to speak on that. Um, who knew what they were talking about? And. We actually went to this pub and it actually was closed down. It's called the Black Labrador here in Houston. And it's like an old pub, but it looks um, it looks like an English pub, but it has like outdoor chess, like giant chess, like these big old chess pieces and that kind of stuff. But they closed down. So everything was gone when we went there. So I was so sad because it used to look so cool. Did you go today or Memorial? Um, over the weekend. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. And then today I went to this restaurant called um, Flori, which is F-L-O-R-I. And it's an Italian restaurant, but it's half like restaurant and half floral boutique. So when you walk in... There's the rest, the tables where you can be seated to order your food. But to your left is somebody actually cutting flowers, like fresh flowers and making small or large bouquets. And you can buy them on the spot. You can buy a flower on the spot. You can go upstairs and they have various arrangements and you can get you some sickening food. And I ordered some lamb and it was just so good and so quaint. It was right there on Richmond and Montrose. It was really good. It was really nice. I really enjoyed it. And it's just been a, a, a exciting day. It's exciting. Oh. It sounds really <laughs> fulfilling. Like I but I like like little atmospheres like that because you get to feel like cute and well, I don't know. I, I'm I guess I'm high femme. So like I be getting I be getting yeah, my life. Right. You, know, you like, feel oh. like you sex in the city fish. <laughs> Yes, you know, but you know, in the country city, (laughs) you know, I I love it. I love it. Like there's a um, place over there by IPIC and like on the outside, it kind of, it kind of looks like London to me. I ain't never been to London, but somebody who went to London where I was over there said it kind of looked like this. So I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I was, but I I, I actually looked at London, like I I Googled it and stuff. So I was like, okay, it's cute. But it looks on the outside, they have like this little patio and you can eat outside. And then they have like, um, like a live band that's playing music. And then like they have trees set up in different places and lights. It's just really romantic and cute. So I like Mm. the ambiance just like you. I love that. I love ambiance. And I just said fish and I want to apologize because I, I ain't said fish in a long time on the podcast. <laughs> but it just came out. I apologize. Well, you know how you do these. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not affected by it. But you don't be feeling away, Papa? We already had this conversation. We is not about to rehash it again. No, I apologize I was, to Z because he had made it clear that it that it's late and I and I want to honor that because it is late. And so I I an old dog, somebody called me old today. I couldn't hold I I, I had to uh, I can't uh, what did the what they say? Whatever. I can I'm I'm old so I can't I'm I can't learn new tricks or whatever. But 
<laughs> I can <laughs> because I'm old, older, but I have tons of intellect that some of you young hoes don't have. <laughs> and you know, you know I, I think, you know, I know, I totally understand. So I try to. I'm not just on here. I try. I'm I, even if you watch my live shows, I try not to use it on my live shows when Z is not even around. I'm trying to get yeah. out of the out of the habit of using it. But like I said, this is something that has been a part of my culture, and I'm trying to get out of the habit of using it. So yes, even in my um, you know, my own personal life anyway so yes this weekend i it was is i did i do gear towards restaurants and um experience based on the ambiance of the experience and now that i'm you know now that fucking covid is over not over i'm sorry i want to say the pandemic is over but now that it's coming to an end death rates are going down cases are going down I'm trying to explore the city in places I ain't never been. I want to go. I do not want to be in the house. I want to be out. <laughs> Baby, I'm a city girl. <laughs> minus, minus the ratchetness. I, I want to have a good time. Like I, I, I never want a passport so bad in my life. <laughs> I have to get a passport because my brother is um, getting married in Jamaica. And so I got to get a passport. <laughs> And I'm good. And his and his wife asked me to be a bridesmaid. Oh, <laughs> you better turn it. I'm gonna turn it. I'm gonna be sickening. I'm gonna live. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be so beautiful. Well, congratulations. Yeah, Hopefully. I'm so excited. Hopefully, nobody call you Batty Boy. And if they do, I'm on the first class. No, I'm. We're gonna be at a resort. They don't do that at the resorts. <laughs> they do that in the regular places. The resorts, they try to treat you like a queen so you can keep spending your money. <laughs> I tried to do like honey, and honey, baby. I don't I know if you know your mother's works, but I get through in these streets. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who you who you used to dealing with, but baby, I don't get all of that. When they see they see auntie and ma'am and miss and she you're right. You're right. <laughs> so that's what they get. I done been to Jamaica before and I ain't never got none of that. I got the I got the best things of Jamaica. <laughs> Word. Not be. the worst. <laughs> right. <sighs> so oh, okay. So guys, um the 19th and the 20th, I'm gonna be going to a ball in Dallas. Um the the 19th is the um it's juneteenth so it's gonna be like um the theme is like you know black pride and so i'm going to that and then i'm going to the kiki ball afterwards and i'm really really excited to do both of them so that's that's a little bit of news and also i'm working on a project with um two other trans women and I was thinking about like a history project with one of the um, older members in ballroom. Like, well, I don't want to sound ageist, but they have they know more history than the girls that are speaking now. If that makes okay. See why you look like that. 
Why did you look like that? <laughs> I was that ages. Well, no, I didn't. I don't know. I just don't be wanting to offend nobody. Not offensive to me. Oh no, <laughs> I ain't worried about it. <laughs> so how did oh some of the bitches do know more? Cause they've been around long enough to know more. Right, honey. I listen. We ain't supposed to live past 30, 30, 35, child. That's what the that's what the rhetoric is. Honey, I'm forty, so I'm past my prime. You can't shame me until you get here. Because <laughs> statistically, bitch, you might not make it. <laughs> so anything about any shade a bitch got about some age, bitch, make sure you get here. <laughs> and I'm still here. Ah, thank you. <laughs> yes, God. Okay, so y'all right, y'all right. Um, so that those are the things that I got coming up. Um, look for some some more current feed on Marsha's play. We're definitely gonna be tapping into that. So those are the things that I have planned for the rest of the month, and that is something to be looking forward to on our future. Um. <laughs> I'm not playing with Mia. She hasn't even been down so 19th and 20th. And I know y'all tired of seeing us in them same old watch us play pictures that we've been serving y'all for <laughs> years. But we are about to do a photo shoot that's going to be sickening and nasty. So make sure y'all be ready. Because we're going to be bad. <laughs> serving one on look. So yes, check it out. Oh my god i want to thank all of our new patrons this week thank you thank you thank you yay, 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 yay. so not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast you know i also donate to other podcasts i donate to other organizations i have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. I'm in several groups on Facebook with trans guys. And I don't interact on Facebook that much. But I got on there recently and started kind of exploring through the groups or whatever. And it's interesting how um, it seems like more guys are being open with each other. And that's something I wasn't used to. Like open. When you say open, what do you mean? Like, talk about intimate details. Like, there's even a one where it's it's like trans men being freaky, but not with each other, but like sharing their experiences with sex and just anything, like anatomically. And so um, 
it's just interesting because I, I wasn't able to be in direct groups. I'm sure they've been there, like with Reddit and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure all the all the elders and stuff found a way to connect. But um now that I see the young guys and I'm connecting with them. And one guy has said something that stuck out to me um on a group. And I want to have a top a conversation about it, share some statistics on it. Um he says I definitely need answers. I'm a trans guy. Before T, I was all about girls and only cisgender girls. Now I find men attractive and I can sleep with them. Here's where my problem comes in. In reality, I don't want to have these feelings towards men at all. When I'm about to sleep with a guy, I dread it. Then I do it. And the moment is great, I guess, but afterwards I feel disgusting. I regret it every time, but yet I still keep doing it. Also, me being trans, I haven't had luck with getting a girlfriend, and that's what I crave the most. Could it be I'm just using men as a replacement? Am I actually bi and just denying it? If I can't go as far as sleeping with them, why do I want so badly in my head to stop this sexual attraction? I honestly just want to be a straight trans man. Also, I can care less about the public and what they think. So I'm not hiding or a bisexual in the closet. I just want to be straight, if that makes sense. Um, so. Woo. Multiple things. <laughs> That's though. a lot. <laughs> right. Multiple things. So it was it was a particular guy that he agreed with and said, okay, this is this makes sense to me. This is what I feel. Um, it was a guy that said, I don't think it's homophobia because you clearly don't dislike gay people. You just aren't attracted to men, but it's easier to hook up with a guy when you are horny than a female. Also, being a trans man, it's hard to date females. The lack of getting the attention from women leads us to accept the attention from men. Testosterone increases our sex drive to a level we weren't previously used to, so it makes sense. Us curiously... Okay, it makes us more curiously sexual. And again, men are easier to sleep with. So at least there, you aren't attracted to men. But when you have the desire for sex, it's easy and different than with the female. So that draws you to sleep with men. That doesn't make you homophobic. It makes you curious, horny, and wanting the comfort of being around someone. Protect yourself and respect yourself. <laughs> the guy said... This is what I was looking for. This was perfect. This perfectly makes sense or whatever. So I was like, I can't relate to that, but I can relate to um, sexual desires changing and the way my sexual, sexual behaviors are, which is actually having sex with guys. And I've never done that before previously. Um, but... There has always been an attraction in the back of my mind, but me looking at them was just purely like the focus was on what I don't have. It was so focused on comparing myself to them that the attraction wasn't even like a thought. It was like clouded. Like I was so distracted by, I guess, envy, mostly envy, but what changed there's things about my attraction that changed and didn't change because romantically I was, I was capable of being into the boys or whatever, but it still was something blocking it. 
And I think a lot of it has to do with my identity, you know, and as I got more comfortable after being perceived as a guy, it was, it, the, what hasn't changed is it's still romantically hard for me to be interested in, it's weird. Like it's, it's hard for me to be interested in gay men because I was never attracted to gay men before. <laughs> so in a lot of men, a lot of trans men are interested in gay men. And so I'm like, there's confusion there for me because it's like, <laughs> that's just what I'm dealing with. So, but I can't relate to ever feeling disgusted. Um, what else? What else? But so is your attraction to straight men? Yeah. Yeah, but but at the same time, not really. Like, what is your attraction starting in? The thing about it is, I know that's that's ignorant to say because there's some gay men I've seen because there's no look in straight or gay, right? And some guys you can see, you don't know if they straight or gay or bi or whatever. Like, you don't know, and if they attractive, they attractive, right? And so I feel like that that hardness of me being attracted to trans, like it being so difficult for me to be attracted to a gay man is dissolving in a way because I know that they're capable of being attractive. I know that they're capable of, you know, being cool people. So it's like, and they're more understanding than cishead guys a lot of times. So time. you're attracted, what you just said? Not really, but yeah. you said that you wasn't, but then you just said that you... I'm saying it's, that didn't change after. Like that's the that's the number one thing that didn't change after. Like it was there. Like it I, it yeah. increased, but mm -hmm. because I was mostly dealing with straight dudes my whole life, that's all I ever really known. And I had this perception about gay men, but as I educated myself and actually got a community, it dissolved a little bit. But it's like something that like dealing with transphobia still in the queer community that has, you know, put some pushback to that progress of me evolving my mind on it. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to understand my sexuality. So like I did some research, like basically there's a lot of videos of does testosterone make you gay and all this shit. You know, it's a, it's a big thing out there that's out there. And even some people regurgitate it and say, I heard that testosterone make y'all want dig and make y'all like niggas. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's something that's not true. Wait, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. So before you go into the research part, let's, let me and Mia give our opinion of okay. this letter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of okay. this letter. All what right. did you think about the letter initially, Mia, when you first heard it? Let me put it. I thought of Z. Um, like, but in the beginning of you, like, I, the, you kind of had the same mind frame in the beginning of you learning your sexuality you 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 wasn't sure if you didn't wasn't sure what your attraction was you were just kind of testing the waters and as we progressed in our relationship and as you you experimented with your sexuality in different ways you started to learn yourself more and and 
you start to mold what your sexuality looks like, even though it's, it's, it's still evolving. I think everybody's evolved. I don't think we're all just in like in one group, one area. Cause I, I, cause I, I know you can, you could say Diamond that your sexuality now versus when you were 25 is different, right? Like what you're sexually attracted Very. to. Yeah. What your, what your do's and don'ts are. So I, I think that it's a, it, it constantly evolves and I understand. Not, tw- no, no, no. Not 25, but like, <laughs> 19 20, 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like 19 20 but 25 i'm pretty 25 and on i'm pretty much the same <laughs> that's what the freak started <laughs> <laughs> Word. Sure some people where ages do not change like i'm pretty sure or they just or or they just don't want to express it because they need to perform a certain way in order to 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 keep the privileges that they have in society by performing that way. Bam. Oh, say that oh. one more time. That is true. Ah, that's so. the truth. Sometimes we have a different level of because of the nature of us breaking the boxes about gender, about sexuality, we have a certain level, not necessarily, but we have a certain level. Once we get to the point where we accept that we are queer people, there's a certain level of freedom of exploration that comes with that. Once we say, nigga, I like what I like and it's opposite of what the world say, fuck that shit. We can go and do all kinds of shit that we want to do. We can get into kink, we can get into whatever. Somebody who is invested in that cis heteronormative um, way of performing sexuality, they may not have the opportunity to, or the the need, or the opportunity, or the um, it may not spark any kind of curiosity for them to explore that. So they just continue to to perform however they want perform. Um, sometimes it's this is a social norm, so I'm just doing what I do. And then sometimes is I didn't really think about it because I'm just in my life. This is the way it's normally be done. And I don't have the the personality to buck up against that sexual system to do what I want to do. So it's just never across my mind because I'm just doing what I think is normal. And I don't want and also to to uh, to add to that, Domin, I don't I don't want to speak from your experience, but I know that our experiences as sex workers are similar when we deal with clients and we have these intimate conversations when most of the time we have when you used to do sex work we have conversations with men or even outside of sex work but that's the only thing i can really think about right now but we have conversations with men who say they internalize internally fight themselves 24 7 mentally about what they like but know that they have to perform a certain way in order to keep the a privilege they don't say it that way they don't specifically say it that way but that's just the gist of it so i i think i think we also because we are trans people we have that inside privilege to have that to to have that um to have that and I don't know how to say it the like that. The that access, the access to that nuance that which makes us so valuable as as people, and that's why in in different cultures they cherished us because we were able to to give you the this the part. Bridge. Yeah, the, like this is how this operates on this side. This is how this operates on this side, and we could encourage the 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 feminine and the masculine and teach them what they didn't know, and so. But as you see, sometimes we get caught up 
in cis heteronormativity to the point where we like, I want to be straight. I don't want to do this shit. But you want to know something, Papa? I, I was thinking about that. But it, when I really think deep down and I dive damn down into it and people who have those those possibility politics and they have the they they have that 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 type of attitude that you just stated, I think it's more about survival. That's that's what I think that 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 they that they want that they want us that they're trying to survive and this is the only way that they know that they can and they don't want to do anything else just like those 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 people who want to 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 look like keep up with the joneses and stuff they want to look like this way so they can be treated a certain way in society like those instagram people who they look a certain way and they got but in real life they're not giving that It's the truth, right. but they get all these opportunities opportunities because of what it looks like. And so you so you feel like they're doing there's people who do that regardless sexuality. They want to perform yeah. straightness. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally yeah. agree with that. I also find it strange. Uh not strange is not the word. I don't know what the right word is, but I'm not, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying not to be judgy and I'm really trying to think about my experiences in life. I can't remember a time that I was so horny that I wanted to have sex <laughs> with a woman. Like I, I've been so horny that I hooked up with an ugly ass nigga. <laughs> I bet that I normally wouldn't hook up with, but I'm turned on. So we in the moment we here. And you trying to do my extras. Let's do what we do. You feel what I'm saying? Let's wear it out. I normally wouldn't be. And probably when I'm out after I nut, I'm probably disgusted. That, Ooh, why I fuck with that nigga? But you get what I'm saying? I've been in situations like that. I've been in situations where I was so horny that I sucked a nigga dick that was musty. <laughs> where, you know, we he coming in. I remember being in college dorm and he coming in and he coming from the basketball court and the opportunity was there. And I was like, nigga, fuck it. Come on in, put them shorts down. That motherfucking dick smell like motherfucking onions, like a fucking honey. It smelled like nothing. But I still sucked the shit out of that motherfucker because I was like, ooh, this is the moment. I'm wearing it out. <laughs> so look, I have done shit in the in the in the spirit of horny, huh? Did your stomach hurt after that? Did it hurt? No. <laughs> baby, I did that. I've had experience like that before. And baby, I was horny and that dick was it was musty, stinky. Baby, my stomach hurt for two days. <laughs> I was like, God damn! I was real. I was in there. I was a champ. I was like, bitch, it was my first time fucking dick too. So I didn't know. Like, you can tell that, like, bitch, your dick trying to stick. You're not supposed to do this. So I was like, trying to take it. I thought that's what you were supposed to do, bitch. Never again. <laughs> and now you know because you sucking it. That that smell gonna be stuck in your nostrils for a couple of hours. Because <laughs> you gotta breathe out your nose. So all you bring is musty nuts and balls. Oh, no. <laughs> and and we was in a car, so you couldn't really breathe like that. We congested. The the AC is off, bitch. It's hot. We in Texas. It's humid. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so look, I, so what I mean, what I'm saying is 
I have been in situations where I'm doing something that I normally wouldn't do or I have some reservations about. Um, even keeping it real, you know, I'm in the horny mode and when honey, I done took the condom off and I'm fucking raw. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I've done some shit that in the moment irresponsible or or um horny doing some shit i wouldn't normally do but never have i ever been in a situation where i'm so horny that i'm looking at pussy and saying oh i want some pussy i'm looking at a, a, a film woman and saying oh i'm so horny i want her <laughs> i've never been in this situation even situations where that was uh, that was offered to me i've never been in a situation where i'm like i'm switching my whole thing where just to get a nut off so it's and i understand the concept of men being easy when it comes to fucking when it comes to having sex when it comes to um hooking up on a quick slide. I do see there's a difference when it comes to gay male culture and gay um, women culture. Um, I see a difference in how they maneuver the sexuality. The, it is a quick turnaround in the gay male culture. So it's easy to fuck with niggas. It's easy to have one come over. Honey, you get honey, you cut on your app. I bet right now if I cut on Jack, <laughs> While we on this motherfucking thing right now, I'm about to do it just to see. <laughs> Hold on. Doom, let me just cut it on and see how long it takes for me to get a message. Turn on a notification so we can trigger somebody PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Shit, I already got three messages. <laughs> but um, let's see how long it takes to get some new ones. All right. So mother no choking. It's ha ah, word out. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I just had I just so when in the letter when he was talking about I hate men, but I just I be so horny and I'm just fucking with them. What else did he say? I'm just fucking with them. I'm just doing it. Um, I just want to be straight. That that's giving me that weird down low men mentality where I'm not really gay, but I'm fucking boys in a booty hole and get my dick sucked just because I'm so horny. But I can't I ain't gay. Into huh? I can't be. I can't be with a man though. And then if y'all, if you, if, when I was listening to you, when he specifically, when I was, look, I looked at the, um, the paragraph on his phone, specifically in the beginning, he said, I only mess with capitalized cisgendered women before testosterone. And I feel like when they point that out, it gives, you know, I'm not one of them. Right. 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 And so for me, I, I it just it just give me that vibe that you are you I don't I don't like to label people, but in my mind, <laughs> what you would be to me is if you are a man and you want me to validate you and acknowledge your manhood and you are sleeping with men. Sweetie, <laughs> you is gay. Sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> you is gay, bruh. And so I get uh, idealistically, 
because you are invested in cis heteronormativity, you want to be straight. But that's not what you're doing, baby. Just like I would tell a cishet dude who is going to the gym, getting his dick sucked in the gym by one of the niggas, poking some booty hole in the gym. Yeah, you might not want to be in a relationship with a man, but you are having homosexual sex with a man, bruh. And so that's some accountability that needs to be the, some, yeah. some self-reflection that needs to be happening, some deep self-reflection. Some deep, some very deep self-reflection. And and you know, and you have to um and some some you gotta get out of this denial because I, I don't know. I think you, I, I get it. I get the ease of something. I get the I get the difference. I was talking about um I was talking in this straight this straight group. Um, for millennial people um, who are single on Facebook, and one somebody asked, "Who do you think gets more horny, men or women?" It was just a funny little kiki pose, and I was real scientific with. It. I was like, "Men, of course, because testosterone is a stronger, um, tes- uh, is a stronger um, hormone chemical." Now, of course, women produce testosterone, but the peaks of their testosterone is never even nowhere anywhere near the peaks of men' testosterone, and usually they peak in their tes- testosterone when they are there ovulating and so there's a time when there is it's not saying that they don't want to fuck like men want to fuck absolutely but as a trans person who is very distinctly experienced <laughs> when my testosterone levels are very high and when my estrogen levels are very very high i know the physical feeling and the physical difference in my sex drive between the two and you're not about to and i know when i go to the doctors and get my levels checked and they say your levels is here there is there there's a distinct difference i know when my testosterone levels are back to normal <laughs> because i feel uh, a very distinct difference in specifically my sex drive. My when yeah. you when your testosterone is high, and I don't think um li- listen, I don't think that <laughs> women who have never experienced testosterone on this level understand. <laughs> uh, they may I you know I don't think they understand the level of how powerful that sex drive is because <clears throat> for me it i remember being in college i've talked about this before in college where i couldn't even focus on schoolwork i wanted to do schoolwork i literally had to jack off and nut to get it off my brain so that i can focus on I like such a pervert it, it as a woman it feels like god da, 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 but <laughs> You know, I'm just letting you know. You gotta some. It just it's the pressure and the vibe to get it off is so there. I get it. Like I get it. And so I don't know if, if you know, I think it's a difference. (laughs) I think it's yeah. It it is. Yeah. And when I talk to trans men who have similar experiences to mine, when they are introduced to testosterone. When they are introduced to testosterone, they tell me very clearly it is a very distinct difference from my horny before and my horny now. <laughs> so, Z, you oh. can speak to that. 
Well, but before you go, Bobby, I do want to say, um, no, go ahead. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said you probably just like or want penetration, not men. That doesn't make you buy. And also, if having sex with men makes you feel bad, then that's a good indication not to do it because you're not interested in men in any meaningful way. His ass agreed with that too and said it makes sense to him. So it just sounds like he—he doesn't know what he wants. That's the—that's <laughs> the point in the post. He wanted guidance. That's what—that's we. What he, he's looking for guidance. The pros to this post, because I, I know it sounds like we was—we was kind of getting him together, but the—but the—but it, but it's the truth. The pros about it is the fact that that trans men are starting to become open about it, and you guys are starting to become to like have that dialogue with each other. That way somebody is not suffering alone and they, they're not sure what, what to do about it. Cause us women, we're going to talk about it. We, we, we key about it. We make jokes about it, but I know that masculinity is different than femininity. We can play like that. And well, I feel like trans men can too. Cause, but I do know that everybody's idea of what a, a man looks like is different and what a woman looks like and how they were conditioned. And I know some trans women that are weird about sexuality too. Facts. You know, that are, I don't want to say they're weird. That's not, a, that's not a good language. Um, they're very rigid. That's okay. That's a better word. They're very rigid about sexuality. Like, and they, I've I've seen them experience I've seen them want to experience things or express wanting to experience things um but it doesn't fit with their ideal of what oh women don't do this but honey as soon as you get your first piece of head or somebody give you some head it's like ooh I like it but ooh that made me feel it my dysphoria or you get in some buns or da 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 <laughs> It's it's so many things. It's I, I I've experienced trans women who who has that kind of nuance that that he is having, and so for me, I I just I, I just I get I, in my mind. I feel like get out of your own way. Like enjoy life, enjoy sex. Stop worrying about being straight or gay. Worry about getting your nut and having it and enjoying it. Go ahead, Z. <laughs> I was gonna say it sound like. To me, there's been okay. Where I start, okay. So with me, my anatomy is set up how it's set up. I didn't want to acknowledge my anatomy like that before it's wrong, and I wasn't comfortable with myself. But afterwards, you have to mind it because it's testosterone is powerful. Like in your because your anatomy is how it is. <laughs> I have to tell myself, you have a vagina, nigga. What you expect? You get on the side of and feel like you have a penis and want to fuck girls with it? That is it's not how life works. <laughs> it's not going to work like that. <laughs> so you're going to get on the side of Your anatomy is going to react how it is. When you're horny, your vagina is going to act like that. So it might want some penetration. It might not. Because... You have the choice. The choice is yours, but go by the choice. Like it, it's okay to, because nobody teaches us any of these things. Especially we don't have Got supportive it. parents that teaches you about sex and while affirming your gender at the same time and having um, 
and there's really no study that many studies on it and all that so i could see feeling like left in the dark and you know i understand being there but how i'm working through it is just joining in on conversations um looking up shit um and just letting myself be and see what my mind goes because bisexuality because you know i'm bisexual i don't know about everybody else but bisexuality is not just black and white for everybody it's not just like you like men and women equally. It's a spectrum. it could yeah like bisexuality is a spectrum too and so i looked up some statistics on ncbi and it said they took a sample of 122 trans men from san francisco um most of them were on testosterone they already all gay yeah 81 <laughs> percent. i'm joking <laughs> 80, no was you was you right yeah 81 percent. you was right 81 percent <laughs> took testosterone are on testosterone um 69 experienced new sexual behaviors 69 uh, <laughs> changes in sexual attractions was only 49 um increased activity sexual activity went up 72 percent um three percent had cis man partners before testosterone 25% had cis man partners after starting testosterone. 4% were with trans women before testosterone and 13% after. Um, and most of the trans men that were um, attracted to men in the, in the area was attracted to cis gay men specifically. So that's why I said mine has been different because it wasn't like it just switched to an attraction to gay men it just stayed the same as far as the type of men i like or am attracted to and want to have sex with so in some guys it's like i could see them liking gay men or preferring gay men because they could feel affirmed as men like if a gay guy likes me oh that must mean i really like a man like i'm pretty sure some of them feel affirmed in their gender. Yeah, because I feel that way when the when I'm in a gay club and the les and like the lesbians be getting their life, I be like, oh, I must I must be caught, bitch. I must be <laughs> I must be eating it because the girls are living. No, I get my life. Oh, I don't ever think that, child. Where the trade is, where <laughs> the trade is to affirm the dolls. Um, <laughs> Y'all know what I want to say, but we going to say the, the trade affirms, buddy. <laughs> when I tip through the straight club and they say, damn, baby girl. <laughs> What's up? That's what affirms me. I ain't never, I, you know, the lesbians, they never, I done had some, give me some life, but I, I, I didn't look at them like that. <laughs> <laughs> now you super masculine stud yeah i probably be like ooh. i looked at them as like a curiosity but as far as affirming my gender no it was always the tray baby <laughs> <laughs> no, well it was well ain't going yeah it do be affirming to me yeah and uh, you know what to piggyback off i mean in rookie papa but to piggyback off you saying you know you wasn't really sexually attracted to like cis women i really I'm not, a, I don't know how this works with my mind, but you, I'm ever since I've known you, Mia, you've been on some dyke shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, like, just keep it in gutter. 
<laughs> you 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 have been way more you're old, you know I, if you was with a cis woman i wouldn't be surprised bitch <laughs> like if, if, i wouldn't be surprised if that was your team uh, what is she said she ain't pussy before it was me. performance it was put it was to perform that was a performance i was trying to do it for the trade i really didn't want it and i regret it because it. it was sour you did it I, I did. <laughs> it was you sour did it. <laughs> it was sour bitch and i asked her on the corner in the car on the way back oh see bitch your pussy was sour girl what's going on down there and she was like oh girl it was some i had some medicine i think so bitch you let you let me eat your cat in front of the track and spread your lips it's Medicine. And you had medicine in your account <laughs> for a yeast infection, bitch. I had yeast infection medicine in my lips. Just gobbling, bitch. <laughs> oh no, no, ma'am. That was my first experience, and and I think it kind of tainted it. But you made a. Uh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Listen. Okay, so um, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> no, I'm not just talking about that. We have had a conversation years, years, and years ago where you was giving me tea, like you know, you didn't mind, you know, the girls. Well, uh, well this is the tea. We I always do, go I, no, this no, listen, y'all. I do mind. I do mind the girls. But I don't. I I feel like I'm not gonna mind them when I get my when I get a sex change. That's when I want to play. Exactly. Because I, I will feel like I feel like exactly. I will feel like they'll actually be attracted to me. Like I don't want nobody to. I know this is weird. I know it's weird. It's in my mind. I'm like I feel like a real lesbian woman wouldn't be a true. Because that's almost like saying that I'm not a real woman without a penis. But I feel like I wouldn't get the real experience because I feel like. Mentally, they're gonna still be thinking I'm a nigga. Or maybe you would be more comfortable with yourself to actually play with sexuality that's already there, deep in there. Yeah, I got some. I still got some work to do. (laughs) That's literally literally what happens with a lot of trans people. So uh, yeah, as you can see, I'm displaying my dysphoria now. So. I just want to let you know that we all have different, different things, different stages of this dysphoria. Some people leave, some people stay with them. So, baby, you're not alone. Well, shit, if Caitlyn can embrace being a uh, lesbian, transgender woman, you can do it too. I'm not so, even going to mention her. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, basically, the, to wrap up statistics, um, they went on to go on about how important it is to have these studies and they need more because, because trans men are, are there's a change in sexual, um, sexual activity period. Um, they feel like it makes them, they, it makes us a very high risk to HIV and other STDs. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's important to keep having these conversations um, I also saw a guy that said he had he mostly dealt with cis men because of penis envy. And so I look up penis envy and it's basically like an old, old study of basically females, quote unquote, wanting a penis or just feeling 
you know, some type of desire to have a penis. I thought that was interesting because they didn't use any trans language. And then I saw womb in become a, I was like, what is fuck is womb in be? And then I know some trans women who got that. <laughs> well, the way they used it though, it was like a like a feminist white lady that used it. And it's basically I know some cis women who got room in but but no, you probably gonna gag by how they use the definition because I was like, what it says one well, one of them is uh suggesting male envy of pregnancy, nursing, and motherhood, and then it's what led men to claim their superiority of the fields. I was like, what? And then um basically, hold on, what that say. Yeah, I was just joking about it. <laughs> also, she she mostly used it. Okay, example of wound envy. Um, it says, for example, when King Henry executed his wife for failing to give birth to his son, he needed to pass his power to, and he was able to do so without a woman to get pregnant and birth a child for him. I was like, what? And then the title was How Wound Envy has caused men to control women's bodies. I don't know. That's off topic, but that shit sure That makes sense a little bit. <clears throat> that was interesting. It's like pe- penis and being woman, we are explained in much different ways. But that's what research I came up on, y'all. Let me know what y'all think. If you a trans guy, did your sexuality change or not? Because I know testosterone don't make everybody gay. And I understand the concern to want to operate as a straight man because you're already a trans guy and you want as much privilege as you want. You don't want to be bothered sometimes. So I understand if you're that type of nigga, but come on now. A DL trans guy kind of sounds interesting, but at the same time, (laughs) I was one. But after you realize how kind of silly that is, especially if you're in community, it's like, hmm. Let me know what y'all think. And I want to say, just so I can, because I didn't really ask, ask the answer the question from my perspective. Hormone stuff didn't change my sexuality. What changed my sexuality, like in regards to shifting it? I never stopped liking men. I never shifted to where I liked cisgender girls or anything like that. Um, Certain people triggered curiosity. Certain events triggered curiosity outside of my norm. I agree. I've never experienced anything sexual with a vagina, but there are certain things that I saw. There's certain things that I... um, that I experienced. I remember I told y'all about the threesome that I had in um, when I was 17. I told y'all about um uh real sex that that cat house episode where they were teaching guys pay, guys are paying to get taught how to eat pussy and it was an interesting I remember that they it had like the interesting thing. yeah it was quite interesting and that sparked dreams and stuff like that and then i had certain masculine very masculine lesbians in my life that i was like mm, now if i was going to do some <laughs> so I would have moments like that that would spark my curiosity and and sometimes it would go further to I'd be like okay I could do that it never got to that point but it used to be 
I was like, oh no. Ugh, wah, wah, wah. It was a it was a, almost like a disgust and and wrong, but it repulsive boom, but I'm not there anymore. I'm I'm to a point where hmm, if I meet the right person, I could play. It and that's how it shifted, even though I haven't experienced it, but that's how it shifted. And it was individuals, it was definitely not um the actual hormones changing that shifted that but i can see how it could if you're not used to testosterone yeah also before we stop on that topic i want to say um i don't i when that one guy was like yeah it's easier to deal with guys and it's just hard to date women i never had an issue getting girls <laughs> But that's not that's not to try to start on nobody or nothing. Like everybody experiences. Like I can I can agree with agree with all that's happening in my own way, like my own transgender experience, but nothing that anybody said that I share, I agree with wholeheartedly. So it's like, you know, I can relate, but like no, nah, I feel like if it's there, like it's there. Like I really had to dig deep. Like this shit ain't just come out of nowhere. Like if you like if you be honest with yourself, you actually did. You actually was attracted to dudes and curious about it. It's just that you were so focused on things you wanted from them and being perceived as masculine. And taken serious as a lesbian woman for so many years, you basically have to uncondition yourself to see, like, live in your truth. Like, you a man now, you live in the life that you always wanted to live. So be true to yourself. And what's true is you like to fuck niggas time and time. And that's a bisexual, <laughs> bisexuality there. But I just want to say before we end... <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick, real quick. So I really don't have like a on my spectrum, my sexuality spectrum. Um, <laughs> sis, uh, I think it's beautiful to talk about it that way. So on my sexuality spectrum, um, I'm very, very like, very, very like, extremely, very picky about my attraction. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a message from a listener and they were expressing that they needed some advice. So they were, they have been messing around with this guy and they have been messing around with him for, for years. He's a down low guy and you know, they have decent sex. It's, it's interesting. They, um, she is under the impression that she could possibly be like one of his early trans women that he messed around with because how many years it's been going on could possibly she doesn't think that she is the first but she thinks she's one of the earliest ones but since the time um he has explored other people of course because they weren't in a relationship and um you know, he has went out and, you know, he travels and he'll hook up with people, blah, 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 blah. But she feels like that's not her, because they're not in a relationship, they're, that's not really her business, right? And so recently, 
she says one of her homegirls exposed him like on some shady exposed the dl men type of tease and she says i i went on facebook and there was this big picture of him and she had this big long status about <laughs> him sleeping around and how he had a wife and and girlfriend and um kids and all this kind of stuff and then you scroll into the comments and multiple girls is saying oh i know him and sharing their experience and she says yeah. <laughs> that although she knew what was up being it being it let me being that it was affirmed like it mm -hmm. now that it is different when you think it could possibly be going on but when it is affirmed she says mm -hmm. she feels some kind of way about it <laughs> and so now the dude has come to her and is sliding her inbox asking her why um this person would do that expose her and so part of her is like nigga you've been out in these streets this is late and tired <laughs> so i don't really give a fuck this is what happened when you're out in these streets and you run across one of the chicks that's do that does stuff like this they expose you this is what it is <laughs> but he actually hasn't been dishonest to her he never lied to her he never there was never any kind of commitment there was he didn't do anything wrong to her so she feels like it's kind of like not her place and she wants to know if can we talk about this? Have y'all have we ever been in a situation like this? Have we ever, um, <laughs> you know, experienced something like this where a dude who you vibed with, you find out that he was quote unquote a training chaser, and then community 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 dick community cop community trade. You're gonna say community. They're in every city. <laughs> so first of all, honey, this comes with the life. We all don't experience that. <laughs> As a trans woman, I don't know if the trans men deal with that, but I know a trans woman. I don't know no trans woman that ain't dealt with this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all do. Are active. Yeah, man, I know, I know there's some trans chasing bush, butch queens. Damn. There's some, some trans guys that are the trans chasers. <laughs> Boom, bloop, bloop. <laughs> I know that's the right. That are the trendy chasers. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so I have experienced this multiple times. <laughs> um, but I don't, but for my own experience, I don't really entertain conversations from men as far as like getting advice to me on how to handle your problems you got with other bitches don't fucking come in my inbox and message me about other motherfucking bitches that is your business i do, like just like we you have kept it a secret for this long and we ain't talked about it because i don't want to talk about it and i don't want to hear about it keep that shit a secret too i want to see i don't want to hear that shit i don't want you coming to me about advice on how to handle your trans situation that's first of all second of all is 
it is a skill to emotionally disconnect from people with that you are having sex with. It, it, I think it is a skill that you have to perfect. And I think that I have perfected it. Um, I, I can deal with people for long periods of time without being emotionally attached to them. Um, and so I won't feel, I remember years ago, if I would find out, particularly when I was under, you know, when I, when I validated my womanhood through men, oh, he's a, he's a real straight dude. I'm the, I'm the first girl that he ever messed with. I'm the first one to turn him out. And, you know, he ain't gonna mess with no other girls. He ain't gonna mess with no butch queens. He ain't gonna mess with nobody. And honey, your bubble gets popped multiple times, honey. I done had many times, honey, trade done tipped over here with even my butch queen son. Or, yeah. And gagged or trade done tipped over here. And um I, so one of my sisters done said that they had them too. And da 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 da. Not in, in my older stage, um, but definitely in my teens and in my early 20s, um, dudes, I would have a situation where dudes was popping me all the time where I'm thinking, I'm the only one. And hey, man, you have a situation only. like that, Diamond. There was a there was a dude that me and you was messing with, and we because you know we we used to share dudes up not share them I'm sorry we used to be like oh do you know this guy do you know this guy? this is something that we, we do like yeah, and, I'm, I've always been a person that yo let let's be honest about who we yeah. deal with so that they're not lying to you and they're not lying to me let's keep it real and but without not even just not even that it's You're just like and sometimes like what men will do with us they'll play in our face and tell one girl one thing and tell one girl the other so what we do is we come together and be like oh like have you heard of this person have you heard of this person and we'll be like oh bitch yeah i know him or no i haven't oh i don't know about him and so like some of them will perform a certain way with one person and perform a certain way with a different person they yeah. wear mixed faces. Yeah, and, but we have a you we have a honest a honest um, relationship as well. There there's some yeah. girls that I can't do that with because some bitches will lie and say they fuck with a nigga and they didn't <laughs> just to just to ooh I had him ooh I know him uh huh I know him you don't know nobody bitch get out of here he ain't even from <laughs> here. he ain't even from here I just I just showed you this picture to see if you was gonna lie and say you knew him bitch you didn't know him. <laughs> And so <laughs> this nigga don't even exist. He did. He been he was dead in the 80s. <laughs> Talk about you met him at Bakers at the club. Yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> this is my uncle, ho. He in prison, been in prison for 20 years. I just want to see if your fucky ass alive. Get the fuck out of here. But yes, there's some bitches that lie just to be lying. But we have an honest conversation. And so it's easy for me to be like, girl, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know him. Oh, he done hit me up, but we didn't ever hook up because he didn't have my rate. <laughs> um, we never hooked up because, ooh, that dick was late. Or he didn't do my extras. Or, you know, for whatever reason, I can tell you whatever. And so we have an openness like that. But you're right. Some dudes will lie and be with one. Oh, I don't get, I don't buy them. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, only do this. No, that's not what you only do. My Judy said that this is what you do. 
<laughs> oh, I don't ever pay. I don't never pay. Yes, you do. My homegirl said that you pay her $150. <laughs> and so what you're telling me is that you don't want to pay me, which is fine. That's, that's okay. But no, thank you. You either have my rate or you don't. <laughs> and now that I know you done paid 150, I'm 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 at 250. <laughs> so if you want to come back later on when you got some money, you need to bring 250. <laughs> All that kind of yeah. stuff. It's right. it's those kind of moments. So I I definitely like to be honest. I like to know what's going on with niggas because I don't like the feeling of somebody trying to think that they got over on me. I don't like that vibe. I, you telling me lies and you think that I believe in them. Most of the niggas, when they tell me shit, it's one ear and out the other. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I actually don't even get when dudes, because they know trans women value dudes, particular young ones, they know trans women value being the first to turn them out. They start lying about, oh, I ain't never been with a trans woman. Because they know that it's more alluring to some trans women if they've never messed around before. And so mm -hmm. me, I purposely be like, no, I actually don't like first timers. No, thank you. But and then also you diamond, they 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 start learning. Like if they don't know about it, they start learning once they start dealing with other girls. Like if they go to one girl and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I've been with other ones, and they give ill you. Have y'all ever? And they learn. Oh, okay, I can't. I can't tell them. I got to be the first one. Have Have y'all ever fell for it? Yes. Years ago, yeah. When I was young, yeah. When I was younger, I did. What's that lady say? Shut the shut the fuck up for free. What? What? When the lady was like, shut the fuck the nigga for free. Yes. When I was younger, I would fall for it and. Nah, but as I got older, like definitely past 25, bitch, you ain't let me fall. I'm not falling for this shit. But I had been around since fucking fucking 13 dealing with these download niggas, not on always on a sexual level, but how they can sneak and be lying. Absolutely. Yeah. But once I got to like 25, past 25, definitely past 30, honey, you ain't fooling me. And I actually be like, I don't want to hear these stories. You trying to give some head? You trying to give up some buns? You trying to give up that dick? Send me some dick pics. Yeah. What that dick look like? Like I don't, like, I don't I care who you had. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to know who you had. I want. This is a fantasy for me, and I, you're ruining. Actually, you will ruin it if you tell me you had a billion, a million bitches. So that's why I don't want to know. If you tell me you had a bitch who is, I don't think this is rude, but I'm, a, I'm gonna keep it real. If you tell me you had a bitch that ain't on my level, that's gonna be like, girl, what? You you think like, I'm that? I'm on her level? No. <laughs> so I kind of don't want to know. You had you had honey Miss Harper. You had her. Yeah. So you think we on the same level, or you like that's your caliber of girl? Now, if you said you had all bad bitches and you trying to add this one to your roster. I, that made me feel sickening. All the bitches you naming is bad bitches to me. So cute. <laughs> but And that's weird to feel, but the, I'm just keeping it real. So I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Don't tell me but shit. Even with tell that, me what I mean, you I don't do. be feeling that way. Uh-huh. Like when you was like, um, like, oh, you had a bunch of bad bitches. Cute. Like, I don't even be feeling that way. I remember with some people that was like, oh, I've been with 
this high escort i've been with a um this person and this i'm like okay bitch that's cute for you did that did it was it was it over like how was the situation was it was cute okay cute like is that's what that's supposed to make me fuck you though because you was with her what would you do if your homegirl exposed a dude that y'all both fucked with say for instance diamond i don't think diamond would do this but expose a dude and you fucked with him as well he came in your dm like why is diamond tripping why is she exposing me like that how would you handle it well first of all that's, that's my mother so um i would be it, it depends on the reason because like if you specifically specifically talking about diamond there's going to be a reason. Like, it's not going to be something. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not old. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not above exposing. Baby, if we, <laughs> if, if it's a war, it's a war. I'm going to expose some teeth. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be a reason, reason. Like, reason. it's not going to just. Okay, what if it was another homegirl? And then you just saw a whole bunch of other trans women in the post, like, saying, you know. Uh, saying what they were saying. Well, I, I'm I'm like Diamond. I'm I can I can go like years and not be attached to somebody. But I've learned how not to like be emotionally attached to people. I'm like that. I choose to like it's a choice. Like it, it, like mm -hmm. I'd be like okay, I'm not going to be emotionally attached to you because either I've seen something that I know that could get me together, and I'm not going to put myself in that predicament, and I already know where to place you. So you would tell him. I would, so I would. So I would tell oh, him. Oh damn! What you do? And it because there has to be a reason. Like I, I don't know no trans women's just trans women's. I don't know no <laughs> trans women that are just doing it just because unless they just unless they clout chasers. There's some bitches that's like that, but regular bitches bragging about no regular regular nigga no i guess you have to know a friend like yeah it would it would it have to be a reason i would have to know the reason what did you do i'm gonna ask i'm not gonna just automatically blame him. yeah i am what did you do <laughs> <laughs> what did you do because it's, it has to be a reason i don't know no girls that will compromise their lives we're being killed we know this even even though we even though we do do shit like this we know that we can get gathered and i don't want to speak that upon us but i mean it's around us and and so i think if a girl does that they like bitch i don't give a fuck and for you to not to give a fuck it has to be a reason so what did you do okay what about you diamond i i wouldn't give him no advice i'd be like nigga you did something, but I don't care. Don't come to me about that bullshit. That ain't nothing. That's not what we got. You trying to come suck this dick? <laughs> you clear. You clearly got a lot of practice. You trying to what's up? What's up with it? It's, don't hit me up on no bullshit. I, that's none of my business. My business. Is, where can I drop my throat babies off? <laughs> <laughs> that's me and your business that's what our business is so you bring him you come and ask me for advice get the fuck out of here i didn't even know you was i probably say some smart shit like i didn't even know you got down like that shit <laughs> but i but i don't want to hear about that shit that shit is whack like get your shit together <laughs> like it almost it annoys me it uh, uh, this also is the feeling the bottom line feeling too 
it's like when a nigga who is married and y'all know you know the situation he didn't lie about being married you know he got a wife blah 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 it's like when his wife finds your number and calls you that type for me is that type of annoyance like you ain't handling your business on your end. My end is to handle my business. I ain't got to talk to your wife. I ain't I ain't popping up at your house. I ain't calling you all hours of the day. I'm letting I'm waiting for you to call me. I'm handling my end where I ain't fucking up your shit. You ain't handling your end. If she don't got my number enough to call me, you don't you don't got caught slipping. And she done yeah. called me. And this is annoying because now I got to deal with this bitch playing on my phone. When and I don't yeah. have any obligations to her, you do. So gather your shit together, get your shit together because honey, this is not my issue. And you bring an issue to my door. Uh, the agreement that we had for me to deal with you. Cause you have some coins. Cause I ain't messing with no married man for free knowingly <laughs> because you have some coins. The agreement that whether spoken or unspoken is that you handle your end of the bargain. You don't bring no bullshit to me. I don't bring no bullshit to you. But that's what it feels like when I when your secret life gets all exposed and messy and people get and it start to be out. That means you're not handling your fucking business the way you're supposed to be handling it. And I don't like to be involved that shit. Don't hit me up. Facts. And then also I want to say this and well, this is the last thing I'm gonna say about it. I also feel like there is a certain place that men who only look at us as sexual objects and don't associate themselves with us in the public and don't fight for us and 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 pretend like they and pretend like they are disgusted by us intimately they expect like it's a lot of them that expect this loyalty. This, this, this no, this therapy because 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 it's because there's this queerness in you that you feel like you can't talk to nobody else, and I'm supposed to be the person that's supposed to solve all this shit because you don't got nobody and you can't go to your homeboys because you can't talk to them about it. So you coming to me to figure this shit out? No, baby. I, I don't want to be the therapist. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be your safe zone when you're not even when you're not even fighting for me in the streets. When we're being murdered. When 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 black women are are talking about we need protection and you ignore the post, but you DM them because they look sickening and their body look good, but you, and you want to fuck. But then, but then, when you got some emotional queer shit on your your sexuality spectrum, you want to try to get some get some advice. No, fuck you. I don't owe you anything, and that's how I feel. Facts. That <laughs> we ain't your motherfucking therapist. We not your emotional mules. You are you are speaking facts. That's a lot of time, especially me who have who has the gift of gab, who has you know this this sage like quality the motherfuckers look they come to me like oh you just you always got the right advice and because i am that type of person i sometimes i just do it naturally and i forget damn bitch you're therapizing this shit <laughs> and so 
they'll I'll give them sickening ass advice and then they'll think they'll want to expect that. And sometimes I have to check their ass. Like, I'm not your therapist, baby. Don't be like even today, one of my um he's a client. He's somebody who um is a rem ten years ago. He was a client when I was a you know, when I was a full time escort and he never stopped fucking with me <laughs> and so he because a bitch is good at what she do so <laughs> so he hits me up and he's t he's talking to me about um you know his wife and you know her experience his his negative experience with getting married and how this the sex life just went to shambles after they got married he was like when before we got married it was like on and popping and then after we got married it's like oh she did the work and now she don't even like to have some sex barely <laughs> like you know it was like it's almost like it just totally drastically went down and i was like okay well are you trying to come to me you got my right <laughs> you honey you got my right like i, I you know where to come to fix that honey was uh, what's that coin what what's up so why are you talking to me he's like why are you acting like that? I always come talk to you. I said, today ain't the day, though. <laughs> like, I'm tired of you coming to me to fix your problems in the way that I don't, just to talk about it. No. Are you coming with some coins? Let me fix your problem. You want to get a nut? That's the problem I want to fix. <laughs> and you know how to That's get me it. to fix it. Talking about it and venting to me. Miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> but are uh, you totally right? They always try to give that tea. Yeah. So, um, writer of this message, I personally would ignore that nigga. If you enjoy the sex, keep it sexual. Fuck him when you want to fuck him on your own terms, on your own time, on your own schedule. Don't let... Don't let him make any other rules revolving when you hook up with him. You do what you want to do because now you see that he out here doing what he wants to do. And just just do you. Don't be attached. Don't let that shit get to you. I know it can kind of separating it when you think that this he's he's kind of what Z was talking about, too, about straight men early in our conversation. There is a lure like just by them being straight, that allure is as part of the sexual um, arousal. Of yeah. Straight. When you talk about comparing gay men, the, and, um, their fetish. Yeah, they're just like just like yeah. they fetishize us. We fetishize straight men, and so we have and they and they also in they also have a um for me i don't want to talk for everybody but even in this situation the way she the way she's talking i think it's for her too um they they fit a role play kind of gig you have you you have this narrative about who you hook up with it don't matter who it is anybody that you hook up with sexually for on some sexual tip you have a narrative about what they think about you what you think about them you know, the a whole sexual role play in your mind, story and narrative. And sometimes when people add elements that ruin that story, that narrative in your mind, it's fucking annoying. I'm thinking you this hood, straight ass nigga. And, you know, I'm exclusive, not exclusive. I, in my mind, I know I'm not exclusive, but I can imagine that I'm that bad tranny bitch up the street that you live for and you come over and you feel it. Da 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 da. -da. 
And then you let me know, honey, you dealing with this motherfucker, this motherfucker, this motherfucker, this motherfucker. That's ruin ruining my narrative about you. And when you ruin my narrative, <laughs> it ruins my story that I'm telling to that I tell myself when I want to hook up with you. So now it's not sexy no more to hook up with you because now I feel like I need to be charging your motherfucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Baby. That's why you charge everything more. Facts. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, girl, don't get mad. Enjoy the dick or just stop fucking with him. Simple as that. But don't let him use you for a therapy. And don't let him um honey him messing the trans woman exposed him for a reason, child. Let him fix it on his own time. That's not your job to fix it. Fuck him. No, ma'am. And also lock that cat up a little bit because bitch, now it's not accessible anymore. Look at all them bitches in them comments. He got access. So now that he do, let him know what he's missing, baby. <laughs> or just pay him. Or pay it, bitch. Leave him on red. That'll gather him. <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't know you was out here like that. Mm-mm. Delete and block. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make them gag. But yeah. <laughs> that would be a gag, but I could I could picture somebody just <laughs> thinking they just gonna get the, the just best therapy session. Oh, I didn't know you was like that block. <laughs> Over it. So I assume you picked this topic because. Monique and her respectability speech to the girls at the airport for wearing bonnets. Yes. Okay. That's a, that's exactly what. And then I had a um I had a conversation at the beauty salon too about it. And it's a lot of black women who feel like it it's it's not respectable to go anywhere with the bonnet. Like it's 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 being lazy. It, that that if you. It, if you're caught somewhere with a bonnet on, then you you don't have respect for yourself. And the way that Monique was making it was like, you know, we shouldn't let our younger generation just go around with bonnets on their head. Like somebody should, you know, stop them and let them know, be self-aware. I ain't gonna lie. When she said that, it had triggered me because I had... <laughs> I just could think of somebody stopping me, telling me, young young lady, why you got that bonnet on your head? And me just cussing her out and going about my day. <laughs> Listen, if you... If you don't get the fuck out of my face... <laughs> Listen, baby, in a heartbeat, I wish somebody would tap me on my shirt. I'm having a great day. Ma'am, you know you know you could do better for yourself, young young queen. Don't you be ain't lazy. Gonna, you don't be lazy. You could have like, but you ain't get your hair done. No, bitch, my hair's actually wrapped. I could pull her out and show her right into place. Listen, don't think because I got this bonnet on my hair is not done. I just didn't feel like wearing my hair today. It went more my outfit. So, when you say it's just not if they catch you out it's just not respectable respectable to who who am i trying to get respect from enough that i am going to sacrifice my comfort in this moment 
Like, yes, in certain situations, I want to be cute and presentable for me. I want to, I want people to see me and ooh, I look sickening. I got my hair done, I got my nails done, I got my toes done, I got my all my things. But if I'm at the airport, if I'm a honey tip into the grocery for to pick up grocery tip into the grocery store to pick up a carton of milk and i've just wanted to have my hair in a bonnet and i'm going right back home bitch in this moment this is my comfort zone who do i need to be respectable for at the grocery store in that moment to sacrifice my comfort who who, who should i care the cashier the the guy stocking with the dirty pants in 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 the aisle, um, like who the old lady who I don't fucking know in in the produce, like who am I the 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 lift guy who picked me up to take me to the store, like who am I being respectable for? That's what I'm not getting. Who should I care enough about to sacrifice my comfort in this moment? Why who? Because a, a bonnet ain't a bonnet ain't never stopped me from getting a number. Like it, my, a bonnet has never stopped from me getting a compliment. And, and by and by by d- no shade, Poppy. Like I'm saying, like when I was single. Oh, girl. but also when but oh, child. <laughs> Are you serious? No, we were listen, just talking about. Well, I just don't want you to feel like mustard dig. You oh, go yeah. tell me. But you brought it up. <laughs> He brought it up. Sorry about. Go ahead. You ain't never had no problem with getting a number, (laughs) right? I I, with 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 a bonnet on, like, and I've gotten compliments by different races, not just black people. Not so, and I think when I hear, and no shade, no, actually, yeah, when when I hear black people talk about respectability politics and how it you just shouldn't wear it you you should do your hair and all this extra well not all black people certain black people um i just think about them performing for for white head for white head normativity like you want you want to make sure that you present a certain way so that you can make them feel comfortable. And I and I don't give a fuck about making them comfortable. I matter of fact, I want to make you uncomfortable. I want you to get into it, and I want you to mind your business. But also, the thing about it is, is that is white privilege. One of the the facets of white privilege is the ability to benefit from individualism, like. When they do something, when they do something, it is not reflective of the whole motherfucking race. It is not reflective. They're able, oh, if uh, uh, them white motherfuckers and white males shoot up something, it, nobody is saying, oh, the white males are shooting up. It makes us all, it, ain't no white people saying, oh, uh, that makes us all look bad. It makes us all look like mass shooters. They're not saying that. They, they have the privilege of being being individuals and there is not reflective of the whole community us that is that that is their privilege is one of their facets of their privilege us everything we motherfucking do got to represent the whole black community the whole this oh i gotta you know baby you 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 looking like 
a popper like nobody cares for you when you walk around with your bonnet. Bitch, I care for me. I care. Look, bitch, do you see this bonnet? It got, it's lined with satin because I care about the moisture in my hair. <laughs> it's like, I care for me. That's why I have it on. I care because I want to go get this milk and I want to be comfortable. This comfort is my self-care. I care for me. So exactly. I don't need you to be sitting here telling me about you just make you it just look like nobody cares for you. And that's just not how black people do. Bitch, get out of here. Mind your fucking business. Mind your business because this really isn't your business. Do you know that there was there was a time when black people couldn't wear their hair? Couldn't wear their hair at all. They could they had to cover it. Because because white people didn't like the sight of it, basically. Mm-hmm. The thing about but I remember there being times where I was I felt like I was having a bad hair day and I wanted to wear a bonnet, which actually made me feel better about the way I presented and that not even being acceptable. And it, it just it 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 made it made me feel so bad because I'm just like this is just a piece of fabric on my head. This isn't something that defines me, and and especially if it compliments you, and it depends on how you do it. And even if even if it isn't done in a a, a cute way that you know that little that little ball that people be doing, I don't know how to do that shit. But it be like. I feel like there's so many different ways you can you can do it and but it don't matter how many ways or a pretty way or a adorned way. It doesn't matter if I want to wear it in the sloppiest way that I want to wear it to the airport because I don't give a fuck about these motherfuckers. I'm flying and I'm comfortable. <laughs> I should be able to do that. And I don't get I don't understand why why this conversation is is always geared towards black women. Nobody was saying a motherfucking thing when the white ladies was wrapping their hair with bonnets. Like I remember, um, Jacqueline Onassis had a had a little th- a bonnet over her head in the rain. Mm-hmm. It was fashionable. I seen um, Audrey Hepburn. There, there's many times that they would wear things over their hair in public and it not be turned into this fucking. Um, thing that makes us like we don't have pride in ourselves get the fuck out of here i don't see it happening about do rags when dudes wear it out in public i see white women rags all the time protecting their waves and Mm. all that kind of shit i see it all the time and nobody is creating posts and big long fucking posts about and and videos like bitch you a fucking celebrity why the fuck are you fucking um discussing bonnets what the fuck like it just feels like it, uh, it doesn't feel like it. It is massage noir, but it just feels like, girl, like y'all can't tell that this is massage noir. Like this is so fucking obvious. Y'all can't tell that this is specific to black women. This is an attack on black women and a, a particular class of black women. Yeah. Yeah. Not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Like, y'all, y'all are not fooling anybody. This is trash. And I'm really tired of this fucking conversation. Conversations I'm fucking tired about. I'm tired about is they gay or is they not gay? Anything that got to do with is they gay or <laughs> not gay. Anything that got to do with bonnets, any motherfucking thing that got to do with high value men. Um <laughs> 
uh, any conversation about what should the kids get their plates first? Should the um the, the husband get his plate first? Any bullshit like that? Oh, who should pay bills? Should it be 50-50? Should the man pay bills? Should the uh, fuck out of here? I'm tired of them stupid ass fucking conversations because most of these conversations usually result in the demeaning a degradation of women. That is what yeah. they do we don't yeah we don't hear them big ass debates about no motherfucking do-rags and why is it because y'all can get waves and well i mean i mean why we don't be hearing i, I swear I, maybe i'm just in the cloud somewhere i never hear the the men getting degraded because of them wearing do-rags i'm pretty sure it's it's slightly but it's not as bad as women get it we it's like we done like we wearing see-through shirts with no bras on in public. Yeah, all the they time. Did, she literally said you should walk up to walk, you know, correct a younger woman in a bitch. I wish a, I wish somebody would walk up to me I and say, see. "I think you should, you, ma'am." I you, can you, see Monique coming up like, "Excuse me, young lady, <laughs> I really think that you should definitely take that bonnet off because you are a black woman. Understand that? I love you, you for real." Woman. There <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you succeed. Okay. And this right here, I, I, I love you, my sweet babies. <laughs> and, and this right here, young sister. This you can't do this in order to succeed. You, 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 you better than this. You a queen. You gotta you gotta raise your crown, queen. Fuck out of here. You, you didn't have no hat you could have put on. It, I, I, if you want me, if you want me, so I can find you someone to do your hair. You need your hair done. I can give you some money. I don't know okay. about that, but <laughs> but yeah, like as far as do rags, people have the understanding that niggas use it as a protective hair, like a hair method, like a protective style, like how most black women are using it for to protect like a protective style, like where they want to keep their their braids knee underneath. Uh, knee, um, if they want to keep they they afro moisturized or whatever it may be, most of the time people are doing it as a protective way. So it's like, what? It's weird. <laughs> but like you said, they only do that towards black women, like to to underclass black <laughs> women, to be specifically poor black women. Well, they look at it as ghetto, whether you are whether you are high, 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 yeah. or, you know what I'm saying. But 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 you're not gonna get it as bad. You're not gonna get it as bad. Yeah, if the further down the hierarchy, the the that's the worse they feel like you are. And then the irony, the irony is that you're sitting on this video with flat twist, which with, let me tell you something. There are organizations that in their policy, those flat twists are unprofessional. Those flat twists are not looking right. Those flat twists are something that you shouldn't be proud of. You, you Because of the work of the natural hair movement, you're actually able to do flat twists and it be sexy and it be, and it be appropriate. And, but really, in some certain spaces that her hair in that public video ain't even appropriate because it's all rooted in anti-blackness so there's situate literally laws on the books that 
cases that's been won saying that dreads are unprofessional. Mm-hmm. There's tons of ways that our hair, particularly our hair, particularly how we present in public with our heads, whether it be wraps, there is a long history of that being policed within respectability politics. And if you are coming up to me, tapping me on my shoulders <laughs> with that history behind you trying to tell me what to fucking do about my head bitch you are out of line and i'm gonna cuss your motherfucking ass out so don't do it i suggest you don't <laughs> don't tap me period tap your mother tap your mother tap your don't. mother don't <laughs> tap me tap jesus <laughs> <laughs> worry about them crown of thorns not this bonnet because <laughs> that's the that's that's who head you need to be worried about jesus that's it because <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm i'm honestly i i'm honestly not that's all the stuff you said you're not um talking about that's one of them i'm not talking to, i'm not talking to no more bitches about no bonnets because i'd be highly offended I'd be highly offended with people's respectability politics. Any anywhere that I I cannot talk to somebody about their respectability politics in any form, I don't want to hear it. Cause then I then I look at a bitch different. I used to, I there was a time when I did and I just didn't give a fuck. But now I'm just like, girl, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. But all right, y'all. Tell us what y'all think. Tell us what y'all think. Tell us what you feel about these bonnets. Hashtag Marsha's play. And I think we are done here. (laughs) We will talk to y'all next week. Happy Pride. You need to be so people can see you looking sickening and they can see you as a beacon of light in this world because that helps our young people know that they are not alone. This is Pride Month all month long. Um, it is also one second. Also, um, be, so, be safe, y'all. Be show pride, but be safe. Don't let don't don't go nowhere by yourself because they are targeting us too. Like if you gonna write your prize shit, don't go to the hood. Like by yourself, don't walk to the corner store by yourself, bitch. And there's a gang of niggas out there. Unless you just about that life, don't. I mean, unless you if, unless you about a twirl, honey. Unless you, you stay strapped. Unless you, you ready, don't mind, bitch. But die, bitch. I don't want what happened to that trans man happen to to nobody else. Hmm. Understand that June is Pride Month. It's also the month that we celebrate Juneteenth. Be ready for that. Also, it is also Men's Health Month. So, definitely, um, y'all motherfuckers barely go to the um, the doctor. (laughs) Statistically, y'all motherfuckers barely go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. That that fungus on your toenails need relief. You need some motherfucking shaving. You know, you can get waxed too. You know what I'm saying? Like get some facial. You know, let's help to get some facials and you know, get some new clothes or some shit. Take like, care of yourself, but wash your uh-huh. ass and and moisturize <laughs> your ankles. Um, it's also Black Music Month. It is also the summer solstice, so be ready for that for my witchy hoes. And it's also we have a Father's Day coming up. So, you know, it's so many things happening in June. This is a time to celebrate blackness, celebrate your identity. And yes, we want to celebrate with y'all. So we will be doing a lot of shows 
for Pride Month and doing a lot yeah. of events. So stay tuned. On we will be posting a lot of stuff on our Instagram about what we got going on. So we see y'all next week. All right, peace out. Bye, y'all. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right. Oh, don't you worry about a thing. Little 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 little